So hi, on the Good Noise Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Jay. And I am Cam, with two M's. Only Shane O'Brien gets the one M, and Jay. Uh, we're never loved. Uh, and we're going to ask them some questions today about their upcoming album, Over It. I'm going to start. Uh, so congrats on that, by the way, guys. How do you feel about the response to the announcement uh, so far? Thank you so much. Um, it's it's really awesome, man. I'm, I'm grateful. Like, especially, I think what made it even better is we recorded this album in January of 2020. Like the last time we were on this show was already mixed and mastered too. Even then, so like you know, with, with COVID and and everything going on in the world, things were pushed back quite a bit. And it was just great to finally like announce it, something we've been sitting on and. You know, we we're working on it obviously before January of 2020, so it's been like a really long like time. We're like ready to announce this, and finally, here it is. Were you guys sitting on it because of the uncertainty? Like you were hoping to kind of shows would start up again, and then you'd be able to announce the record. Yeah, it it was just one of those things where like, you know, it's our first ever LP, and kind of wanted to see where we're. Our, our original release plan was actually to be around like a tour that we had scheduled. So like that kind of just kept, you know, we didn't know what to expect when things were going to happen. So we kind of just like waited it out a little bit um, until we're like, okay, like we got to get this thing up and going sooner, sooner or later, you know, we can't wait forever. But mm-hmm. um, I think originally, like, it seemed like, you know, March of last year, no one, everyone thought like oh this you know things are gonna be fine by like fall so like you know that's part of it then fall rolls around you're like oh okay everything's so close yeah so it was just it was just more of like a just wait and see what's going on and when everything's felt like it'd be the right time to kind of release it so i don't know Uh, so what made you choose over it as the lead single well that it was like the first song um on the record and i remember like we thinking of album names you couldn't really i don't know like we we're just trying to think like what would be a good album name and like mm-hmm. it felt weird because you don't want something like super vague like we fucking copped out and did self-titled for ep like we're yeah. like we don't know never loved <laughs> cool mean, like done mm-hmm. um, honestly it kind of just like resonated overall with all of us mm-hmm. yeah because the thing is like with this record it it was written it wasn't like written at one so much of it in different times and like there wasn't like a common theme I, I think like what we noticed most throughout um like I guess common themes through the record was like a sense of of you know being over it in some capacity and like I think too we didn't have a record name for a while and like we we're in lockdown and and COVID happened so like it resonated very like like, I guess it resonated more than it, it normally would have because come like we're May, we're locked inside. We're like, you gotta think of a record name. And um, it just felt like over it was like the the anthem of the record, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it just resonated well. It's just it's just like how we, the band names never loved kind of rolled off the tongue and we were throwing band name ideas or uh, my bad, album name ideas out there. And like over it was one of those just roll off the tongue and everyone liked it and kind of felt nice. All right. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so I wanted to ask about the music video for "On and On It Goes." It's got quite the interesting storyline. Uh, <laughs> what 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 was yeah. the inspiration behind that? <laughs> Man, that was like such a 
fucking weird video to shoot too. It was like there's Tell so me much everything. Um, well, like the song like centers around like, um, like a relationship, or even like to make it more vague, like maybe a, a cycle of running into the same issues. You know, it could be anything. It could be relationship. I mean, in this case, it was about a specific uh, experience I had, but it could be about like any reoccurring like something. You know, you just keep making the same mistake or keep running the same issue again. So it's like on and on it goes and never gets better. And like, um, it, for us with the video, I kind of wanted to find a way to like represent it in a less serious way and kind of just make it more of like a, a satire of like your problems in a sense. So in this case, our inspiration for the video is um, like when I wrote the song, I felt like, um, I was, you know, I was in a relationship and things just, like I said, weren't working out. So with the video, we thought it'd be funny to kind of like play a twist where like, um, you know, it's a guy with a girl and she's a cannibal and just like, he's just trying to deal with it and trying to like, you know, yeah, it's okay. But like, it's not go along with it. Um, and eventually he's like, I can't do this anymore. And she just fucking eats them. So like, just a little more of like, a, I, I love like, like horror movies and like mm -hmm. some comedy movies and comedy horrors and like, you know, like Jennifer's body kind of movies, zombie land all those lighthearted stuff. So I don't know, we felt it'd be a fun, fun way, funny way to kind of like represent the song um, and like the meaning of it. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Cause I was watching <laughs> it and I was like, what? why? Oh, they yeah. can tell you about all the interesting experiences that happened when we were up in the middle of nowhere recording the video. too. <laughs> yeah. It was shot actually in a uh, pretty scary cabin. Oh, okay. Scary. How? uh well i mean you go to this area um you don't have any cell service out oh in this absolutely. this area of, yeah, of yeah we had to dig uh, an x in the yard with a shovel because that's the one place you can get one bar <laughs> yeah <laughs> we didn't stay so like we didn't stay so like half the people stayed there and the other half were at the hotel i was definitely the other half at the hotel my Good. fucking city <laughs> ass <laughs> Was but, it um, was it just like isolated or were there like did you guys see anything? So, yeah, so um basically we, we wanted to find like a very wood esque looking cabin, mm -hmm. which is kinda hard to find where we're like we're from Fort Lauderdale, which is this you're not familiar with Florida, like close to Miami. Yeah. So you're not really gonna find like those rural areas like that. Um but we found like this cabin that was like within our budget in like Cross Creek, Florida. It's like in the middle of nowhere, central Florida. It's like about four hours north. Um, we stayed in Gainesville near like University of Florida, which is like 40 minutes even away from that. And that's like the closest civilization. Uh, mm. But it was like an all wood cabin. Um, and we, we felt that that was like the best place to kind of get that look for the video of like, you know, some fucking weird shit's going to go down tonight yeah. with cannibals and stuff. Um, but it, no, it was really weird. Just like the people there were weird. Uh, there was like lots of uh, Trump 2020 merchandising stands oh, everywhere. So, you know, great. you can even get your yeah. fix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like just weird people, um, like weird anti-maskers too. And like, this is like not, this is like probably in like July where we shot it. It was like really just fucked up by Like, cause yeah. also the nearest food there was like 15 minutes away. Oh. Um, the person who like 
had the Airbnb, who we got it for, like rented it from, um, thought that someone was also like, she called me the week after we checked out from it and asked like, it was, she's like, does the oven feel hot when you stand in front of it? I was like, what? No, like we didn't leave it on. She's like, no, like I think I fired a cleaning crew and I think they're trying to burn my cabin down. And I'm just like, what, what the fucking hell? It was weird, man. It was just like all sorts of like, I don't ever want to come back here again. Yeah. Um, honest, but we only, we, if I recall, we didn't really even use the oven. Yeah, we, we only went there to do like the storyline shots. We did the actual like performance takes down here. Thank God. But um, <laughs> we, we actually did it in the same building. We shot the over music video. Right. Oh, okay. Solid. Wow. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was, no, it's quite the experience. Like, I don't know. North, Central Florida is weird. You know, you just, it's like you feel like they're just 20 years behind up there and, yeah. you know, get cell phone service and there's fucking there's deers everywhere. Literally, oh. we're driving oh, yeah. back from the hotel at like 2 a.m. on the first day of shooting. There's just like 30 deer lined up on the side of the road, and we're like constantly hawking your horn to make sure no one jumps in front of us. Yeah, it was it was fun. <laughs> it was definitely <laughs> fun, but weird. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the cover art? Since you already explained the album title. Yes and no. Um, it, it was one of those things where we got in touch with our creative director director at equal vision and we kind of had some visions of ideas in terms of aesthetic and and kind of like what we wanted to do um so with the record there's a side a and there's a side b for the vinyl and we wanted to kind of like emphasize that whereas the front of the album cover is someone jumping off into space but if you go to the back side of the cover it's completely inverted it's someone jumping off into like a desert but the cut out mm. of space on the front there's a cut out of the desert and the reason why we did that is because side a is gonna is, is like a different i guess we, we like to look at like side a is like our goddamn kind of songs and then side b is like our gone and sunshine kind of songs yeah where we felt like we had some darker tunes, some more like out there tunes and a little more like different than, than what we do. Um, and we always felt like that even with the EP, we had like some like one kind of tunes and then the other, like you, you have like down, gone, charged. And then yeah. like, then you have the, where do I go from here and dead inside and, and like those kind of songs. So we, we kind of took that onto the record as well and wanted to, emphasize that where when you listen to side b you're going to get like a different kind of experience than listening to side a kind of thing so we inverse the covers the front cover and the back cover um the actual artwork itself uh is more of like like i said it doesn't have a actual like direct meaning but i think the idea of it um is it's more of like a leaping into the unknown and mm. and like with this with this band and this project when we started it we didn't really know what's going to come. And like yeah. when we finished our record and COVID happened, we didn't know what was going to happen. And it's just kind of like, a, you know, sometimes you just got to leap into the unknown and kind of just go for it. And that, I think that's kind of the basic idea of it. But I mean, it's, we always like things to be up to, at least for me, like I like things to be up to interpretation. Like if someone connects with a song that I wrote differently even though it doesn't mean that then like cool if someone interprets something differently from that art and like they think it means this like it can mean that too like it's not necessarily this is what it means yeah. but to answer your question that's what it means to me at least okay. for me personally all right 
so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this track? I know we did beat the shit out of over it uh, earlier last for, year. Um, on and on it goes. Just for the album in general. For, well, man, it's hard because like there's songs on there that were written in 2017, and there's songs in there that were written what? like the week before. Yeah, we have like this ongoing issue of too many fucking songs and like <laughs> we had the, the first week we did the record it was just trying to narrow down like you know we didn't want to just put all right these are all really good songs like we kind of want to strategically like we need some we need a balance of stuff here and like like for me like the writing process like for anything is like i'm always writing and i think it's good to always write because not everything you write is going to be great. So if you're always writing out of that, you know, say you write 10 songs in six months or five months, like I don't want those 10 songs to all be on one record because probably three of them or two of them are going to be amazing. Maybe two are going to be good and the rest are going to be whatever. And I think like, like quantity produces quality in a sense where the more you write, the more you learn and, and grow and, and like, with this record, we had like a luxury of, okay, we have this good song, that good song. Like you can't like force it all out at once. Like it's, it's hard to do it like that. Um, so that's why like, like some of the songs on the record are actually recorded. Um, Autumn was actually recorded in 2017 uh, with wow. Matt. It was the same producer. It's like, we just weren't signed. We weren't doing a record. And like mm -hmm. we couldn't, you know, obviously can't afford to pay Matt for a full length. That's like as a DOI band. So we did an EP with them. Um, and like, like we had other songs that we wanted to use too. So like by the time we were like, all right, sitting down with Matt and we've worked with them for three years, there's just songs that like were, were newer that we wanted to roll with songs that like we never got, were able to do back in like the older sessions that we wanted to do, but it just didn't make sense for an EP. So like we were able to pull some things that we've always wanted to get done and some stuff that we recently did. But I'd say a good, but a good chunk of the record, um, was written like within, I mean, they saw written within like the last three years. On and On was like probably one of the newer songs. We actually wrote that one with Nick um, from All American Rejects. That was probably, I think, the only song on the record we might have all written as a band in one room too. Because we were on the way up to tour. Because um, everything's done remotely, you know, like we'll have an idea and like bounce into a Dropbox and someone else has an idea for that idea. And like, it's just like, it kind of like, back and forth collaboration but with on and on it goes we we're all just like sitting down in a room with nick and kind of just started i think jay was messing with uh what was it uh fucking sequential circuits uh drum yeah, the drum tracks. i was like cool i have these chords and like we kind of just went off with it we wrote we did that song like two days with nick and then we started that was uh we wrote it actually right before um the last tour we did before covid r.i.p fucking touring but <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> so, wait, so what was it like kind of working all together, including with Nick from All American Rejects? What was that process like? It, honestly, it's really fun. Like, it's it's kind of just, just like getting together and hanging out and, and just like, you know, writing song. Like, I don't know. It's like the whole record was like that. We were just like kind of having fun and goofing off the whole time. Like, it wasn't like, I feel like the minute you focus on it so much, like we're writing, we're this or that, like, if it's not fun, like, I don't know, what's the point kind of thing. Um, yeah. When we wrote with Nick, we were just like having fun. We were shooting the shit. Like, 
having some drinks, fucking going out to eat a good food, watching dumb videos on YouTube. Like we get yeah. sidetracked a lot, but that was a good time. Um, writing with Nick is great. Like you learn a lot from him. You know, he's someone who's really proven and is a, a talented writer and musician. So it was really awesome being able to work with him too and, and learn from someone like that. Oh yeah. Definitely. Wow. All right. Uh, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this album? I don't know, Jay, you want to, you can start on that one. I got to think about that. What? Were you, your headspace? <laughs> I don't know. Cause like, it wasn't like, right. we I never mean, like, it wasn't like, oh, we're writing a record. Like we never feel like we're writing a record. It's okay. What songs are we going to use that we have? Like I mean, that's kind of like, like the, the overlying themes all kind of culminated together to make something cohesive. But based on my perception of this album, your headspace was more of kind of you know trying to contemplate situations and coming out of it in a way that you can express yourself you know cathartic yeah Um, like the the thing too is a lot of these like i said a lot of these songs are written over time so it's i didn't know three years ago when i wrote autumn i'm writing a full length for equal vision records right now like you know like i kind of just we all write to write um Mm -hmm. so i don't think there was like a headspace when it came to like creating songs for the record, but when it came to creating the record, like the record itself, um, like most, most of it was already written. We just didn't know what, what, what was going to be on it kind of thing. Cause we I had mean, a lot I feel of like some of it came to putting everything together into one whole like yeah. line of thought, you know, that like, albeit the songs were written, um, all of us came together with, you know, how everything was after the fact as well mm-hmm. and uh, put everything into what we thought would be like a straight line going down. You yeah, know. I think I think it was like that the general like headspace was let's make a complete album because. Wow. Lightning literally just struck by my house. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, no, I was going to say, like, we wanted to make, like, a complete re- album. And, like, we knew we had a lot of good songs. And, like, we didn't just want to make, like, an album with, like, this is a hit, this is a hit, this is a hit, this is a hit. Like, a, this is, you know, we wanted to make sure there was a balance, there was a flow that was, like, like, it just breathes, you know, yeah. like, it's a complete piece of art. So, that's that's kind of where our heads are at and i think that was like the most difficult part because you know when you when you go in with a lot of different kind of songs and they're kind of a little bit like i think there's some songs on the record that if you pull them off and do side by side it just would not make sense and that's why like we couldn't use them on an ep even taking like autumn and sunshine like together it's it's kind of hard to see that thorough put but if you put it all with like within the album there's that thorough put it goes together to you know mm-hmm. one to the other it flows yeah. well yeah. yeah it all connects yeah we just finding that through line i think is mm-hmm. where the headspace was at and we did feel like we, we we accomplished that and like part of it too was like even after the fact um we finished recording in january and we still had to get mixes done and and all that stuff, but we didn't have like 
any like transition like interludes and stuff like that we didn't know like the order of the songs it was kind of like how do we piece this together where it makes sense and we actually even took a song off the record for that reason um it was like it's done i mean it's gonna see the light of day don't like it's it's just not gonna be on the record but um and like it was one of my favorite songs too but we just felt like you should probably take it off like just for that kind of reason of like we want this to be something you put on like from start to finish it just it flows nicely and and it's like an experience not just like songs thrown on to like a you know a cd or something yeah wait so you mentioned like interludes or whatever you did have a 44 second track and i wanted to ask like why That's probably an interlude. yeah I was... <laughs> yeah um i well the thing is, is like i the reason is just to like kind of seg it to the next song so with the first interlude it's like a loud song and then it goes into yeah. a little bit more chilled out song we kind of want to just like instead of it like going like here here just kind of like eh, kind of yeah. like swing into it um and vice versa too with like uh the other inliner i think is probably the opposite it's let's bring it back up and kind of like let it build into something kind of mm-hmm. thing but just little things that we felt would help the record flow a little more and just like the glue that might have been missing between songs yeah definitely yeah uh so what's it like kind of rolling out your debut album in the middle of a pandemic like what what other content are you guys planning to kind of keep yourselves in the limelight um well uh, we, we have a really great team behind us so and any other i mean it honestly doesn't feel that different from any other rollout like well let me let me let me like specify that like if this was no like there's no pandemic and we didn't have a tour lined up it like it wouldn't be any different than like it, like the only difference is we're not able to like play like release shows or tour off of it just yet mm. um or maybe do like things like a like a like an in-store th- i don't know but like it doesn't feel that much more different if anything i think it feels a little beneficial because like it was more push on like online streaming and on like that kind of stuff is up right now so it kind of works in our favor a little bit where like you know we're releasing stuff online and, and people i think you know you can't go to a show to discover bands so people i feel like might be looking a little bit harder for bands mm-hmm. now online and looking for new music okay definitely All right. but um it's it's honestly like I don't it's it's hard to like compare to because I've never rolled out an album before so I don't know what like <laughs> what the exact difference would be yeah mm-hmm. so there's like that side of it too mm-hmm. all right all right uh so I mean, while going oh go ahead oh yeah I was gonna say yeah I mean this is our uh first you know full album we had the yeah. EP before that and that was that was like a different rollout situation I'll say that <laughs> yeah ep is just yeah. like here's a song boom we're releasing the rest of them in like three weeks and yeah see you later yeah we were like on the road the whole time too so it's like really different um and I, and maybe that is the difference like this album was originally intended to be released around the tour we're supposed to do so like yeah. that that probably is like the difference yeah man that sucks we'll be, <laughs> yeah we'll be sitting at home on the couch when it comes actually no we'll be in We'll be in Nashville um, when it comes out. We're going to be doing some more writing sessions with Nick. Um, Yo. Actually, in like three weeks. So, 
we'll be we'll be in Nashville when it comes out, so we won't be sitting at home. But like in between, we'll be on tour, but at least we'll be like doing something where it's like cool, yeah. like it feels right. Yeah, you'll be out of the house. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It'll <laughs> be nice. Uh, so while going through the album, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you two? Oh, that's tough. Um, uh, I feel like from my perspective, I get a lot of like that smashing pumpkins, like the Nirvana, mm-hmm. uh, like post, you know, like second half, definitely. Um, overall album wise, I feel like we kind of tried to hit that armor for sleep, like um, thorough put like kind of that expression you know Mm -hmm. um feeling changes that all kind of happen yeah um and then i mean the lighter songs kind of got that more like poppy uh like some 41 in like how do i describe it i feel like there's some band i'm I'm missing here you know just like that area of music right yeah yeah I get that. It's it's like I wouldn't narrow down any specific because like a lot of stuff I listen to like influences me whether I like I know it or not kind of thing. So like I would just say like a lot of the music I listened to was probably an influence on it. And like with that being said, like a lot of the stuff I do listen to is going to be like that early two thousands, like late nineties, you know, alternative mm-hmm. and and pop punk kind of stuff. Um, like some newer alternative stuff was part of that so i think just like a lot of those kind of like a collaborative mix of those kind of bands um and artists that i like bled into different tracks and different parts because it is a little bit uh, it's not all over but you know there's a lot of different um a lot of different flavors on the record so like it's hard to just say like this band inspired it because like some other tracks you would never even think that kind of yeah thing. okay that's fair that's fair. I do want to ask about like a specific influence. Were you guys happen? Were you by any chance listening to Water Parks at the time? Because the second track, <laughs> on and on it goes. I swear to God, the opening sounds like a Water Park song. Just a little bit. Just no. a little bit. No, I mean like I don't listen to them like that. I mean like they're they're cool. Like they're a great band, but um, no, like we actually that intro was inspired by sh- no. No less than, uh, no other than Sh- uh, Sugar Ray. Okay. Oh, okay, solid. All right. Uh, so this Shout question out to should my be brother Mark McGrath. Super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words: no more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Pretty cool album. So true. Two fucking it is. guitars. <laughs> Wonderful. Love that so much. Uh, so welcome to <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thank you for abbreviating it. Um so while going through the album And my truck eighteen wheelers. <laughs> like like if there was a semi truck eighteen wheeler supercharged, mm-hmm. just racing to like a pilot gas station. That's how the guitar sounds. That's how Yeah. For sure like price a diesel semi eighteen truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid. Okay. <laughs> eighteen eighteen wheeler, yeah. I don't know what I just said. It's a lot, but I get it. I yeah. get it. I get what she said. <laughs> uh, so while going through the album, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want to, to invoke in your listeners? That's a great um, question. I have to think about I that feel one. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it, it expands to like a kind of 
more wide range, like complex set of emotions. Like, yeah, not specifically, but it like kind of like I, I feel like we were kind of like thinking of like you know more of what you would go through over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because it's not like a. There's happy songs. There's love songs. There's sad songs. There's existential crisis songs. There's like it covers you know, all. No, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just like like kind of what Jay said is you know like we write music. It's it's more of just like our you know diary or like outlet. You know, it's a you know, kiss art and um, I guess for me if if someone can relate or connect to a song and that, you know, at least like when I listen to certain songs, what I really tend to like gravitate towards um, is when I hear a song that I can relate to or, you know, resonates with me. So if that, that could be the case for some people when they hear a certain song, like, I guess that's what I would convey or um, hope for or mm-hmm. like tell listeners, but there isn't like anything specifically. Right. That's fair. All right. Um, so you guys don't have any features on this album, but for the next one that you guys are apparently beginning to write, are you guys looking to have any, and do you want to speak any into existence? Mm-hmm. Features, like guest vocals? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, if it's not a rapper, I don't care. Like, that's that's where my head's at. Yeah. Okay. Um what rapper i don't know like a rapper that's it any but rapper. not like but not like that mgk crap sorry <laughs> no offense MGK. Good. like fuck that like Good. no like early like you know when when like weezer and bob collaborated and shit like that kind of stuff but okay but i don't i don't even know if i want to do that we we have like one we have like one demo that has like like just for shits like we had like a buddy just like throw a rap over a verse or like it was a joke. Like, this is fucking dumb. Like, let's get him to do it. It should be stupid. And like, then we we're kind of like listening back. Like, why is this actually kind of cool? Like, I don't know if I should like this, but like, it's and then like good. we showed some other peers, and they're like, yeah, it's kind of dope. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> why did we do that? It'd be on album two. I don't know. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, like we. I don't know. Like when we write, we like to experiment and like just throw shit at the wall and. You know, you can you don't know until you know. Like you gotta, it, it's just like, like fucking testing cars or rockets. Like if you don't make them blow up, then you don't know what makes them. Like fucking, why didn't this work? You gotta like yeah. experiment and push all boundaries when you write. So like that was one we didn't think would work, and we don't know if it will. But it kind of. Oh, do we lose Cameron to the storm? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, can y'all hear me? Oh wait, yes. no, you're back. You're back. <laughs> No, it's, so this is actually a perfect example of Florida. It's sunny out now. Oh, well, yeah. right after the lightning strike right next yeah. to your house. It's like five minutes later, it's sunny. And it probably feels like if you just like threw wet clothes in a dryer for like 20 seconds and opened it, I'm sure if I go outside, that's how it feels right oh, now. Gross. All right. Awful. Well, you guys should get like Snoop Dogg, like how um, Big Time Rush got Snoop Dogg on their remix of Boyfriend. Yo, I think you guys so can we, pull that off. That's actually a funny story. We actually had um dinner with kendall from big time rush while we were making the Stop. record <laughs> what? Yeah. why did you just leave that story out like wait. entirely <laughs> wait. Wait, 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 wait are you gonna be on the new album no Is there- no i don't know anything this so like it was so random 
this was like the most random thing that happened to me in my life because I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like we're all right. The first week we were making this record was just like a roller coaster of what the hell because <laughs> it was really cold outside. Okay. Like really cold. And we were staying like where we stayed, the heaters went out and like the water heater. Like there was no hot water and the heaters oh. went out and it was thin walls. So um we couldn't really shower unless it was freezing cold water, mm-hmm. uh, which sucks. So by the end of the week, we're like, okay, like we're exhausted. Like the water is going to get fixed tomorrow, but we're like sitting there. Um, and Matt, our producer is like, sorry, he's like, yeah, I can't like do the night session. I have dinner with like my family and, and whatever. He's like, um, and then like, an hour or two later, he's like, do you guys want to come? And, and Nick was there too. Nick was doing the first week of the record with us. He was having us a prepo. So like, you know, me, Nick, we're like, yeah, we're down. He's like, yeah, cool. Like Kendall's going to be there. And like, I, I didn't really know. And like all of a sudden I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, that dude, like it was me, Nick from AAR, and then like Kendall from Big Time Rush, and then Matt and his family. I'm just sitting here like, what is going on right now? <laughs> yeah, that's it. We we got to cheers margaritas with each other. We both got margs, so that was cool. I didn't I didn't like it was just one of those things where I was like, Yeah, that's that guy. Like I didn't make anything of it, but we were just hanging out and had some dinner. I had some impossible tacos. I forgot what he ordered. That was like Matt's family too, it was his daughter's birthday. It was actually really funny because like his he has like three little um girls and they're all like FaceTiming their friends, like, Look <laughs> Wow. Wow. So Yeah, you could tell he's used to it. It was it was fun though. So since sounds- the little girls were making a little scene, you didn't want to make a scene, is what yeah. you're telling me. I mean, like, to me, I was like, it's just a guy. Like, yeah. I, like, yeah. fell off. Like, Big Time Rush was, like, right after that, like, like, my thing was, like, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, like, I'm kind of, like, I just fell off right before they were, like, a thing. And, like, I knew of them, and, like, I watched it, but it wasn't, like, a, like, I think the last, like, big Nick artist thing I was into is probably, like, Drake and Josh. Okay. And then like, I kind of like fell off and then Big Time Rush came like right after that, That's I fair. think. So like, to me, it wasn't like a crazy thing, but it was kind of like cool. It was like, yo, <laughs> I'm like sitting here and like rejects Big Time Rush. Like, yeah, was... what the fuck's going on? Like, if you told this to me, like when I was 11, I'd be like, how and why? <laughs> like, yeah. wow. it was really right. It was a fun, it was a good dinner. That place is really good. We actually went to go see, and then right after that, we drove by the uh, the stairs from The Exorcist in Georgetown and went to go see them. So, yeah. Wait, was that with Kendall and Nick as well still? No, me, oh, okay. me and Nick. So, like, the next day, we drove by. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. And then we had the next day off. So, the next day, like, we recorded in, um, like, College Park, Maryland area, about, like, 30 minutes outside of Washington, D.C. So, like, the next day, we went to D.C. And, like, Georgetown's not too far from D.C. So, we went to, like, the extra stairs where, like, the priest got thrown out the window and yeah. stuff and got to check him out. But it was really cool. That's awesome. Okay, thanks for sharing that with the class. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a lot of weird things that happened while making that record. Yeah. Um, like I, I like pissed off Mark McGrath on a live stream too. Yeah. Yeah, but now we're friends, so it's okay. okay good. Yeah, we're good now. But um, what else happened? We didn't have hot water for a week. Yeah. Um. We, we played we saw, the keg. We think we saw a ghost 
at the hotel where Martin Luther King wrote his I Have a Dream speech, too. Um, yeah, we, like, went to that hotel. It's, like, really old, but there was, like, this lady that kept walking by in a red dress and kept walking and, like, almost seemed like doing circles. And, like, it was a really old hotel. And we're, like, yeah. is that, a, like, I don't think that's a person kind of thing. Like, we yeah. didn't, we couldn't tell. We're, like, this is kind of weird. Like, the like it seemed like something you'd see in, like, The Shining. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was really creepy. So we left. Yeah, good. <laughs> you don't stay in those we places left. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was, yeah. Create an LP. And then sure enough, like that was, it was cool because that was like our last like normal experience. And then we get home and then mm-hmm. COVID happens. So it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Definitely. Like- I like how you called that normal because that, <laughs> yeah. that is normal in the world we're currently living in. Definitely. Yeah. Well, like the thing is like, if we don't get into some weird fucking shit, then like never love gets into weird fucking shit. If you don't get into weird shit, then that's not a never, that's not normal for never love. Exactly. Like, who are you? Yeah, so like if we're just... not like some random haunted wood cabin that this lady says is trying to get burned down or something, like shooting a video, then it's not a Never Love music video shoot. Exactly. So for all the bands watching this, if you're thinking about asking Never Love to tour with you, weird shit happens when mm-hmm. you're on tour with them. No, we're yeah. we're very mild mannered Floridians. I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for Floridians, we're pretty mild mannered. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I feel like a lot of people aren't used to like, like for, like I don't know, growing up and. Florida and like Florida's fucking weird and I can't imagine being from like some smaller town in the Midwest and then experiencing mm-hmm. South Florida or something but like yeah. that's normal for us awesome <laughs> I don't know how to, how to... So the more you know yeah definitely the key to writing a good record is having dinner with Kendall from Big Time Rush so yeah like... and Nick from All American Rejects yeah and then yeah. going to the Exorcist stairs and then right yeah after. immediately like right after yeah it creates this portal definitely yeah yeah god okay well i don't know how to transition this next song uh not song question but uh if you could write one song any song ever which song would you write and why like an existing song an existing song if i could have wrote it yeah jay you want to start off with that one i don't know i I, I gotta think about that for a sec i I feel like this is like um I i don't know if i want to write like somebody else's song because mm-hmm. i don't know if i could do that i feel like That's... you're gonna say all-star by smash mouth uh, <laughs> God. Oh, okay. like uh, the anthem I, of shrek I, I, bro I, that's what i feel like you're gonna say i could be wrong i mean i i don't know i because i couldn't i couldn't really think of anything it's like man i how would i go about writing somebody else's song um I mean that that would be a nice one to have, you know. I mean, I'd be like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm the guy that wrote All Star." That's you. you know, yeah. I could just, I'd be around Dude, just the be anthem like, hey, of man, Shrek. You exactly. heard All Star before. I wrote it. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, um, either that one, I guess. You know, or uh, uh, I mean, but this was just the cover. But I mean, even I am a believer because that was also, you know, in uh, in Shrek. Jay likes Smash Mouth is what I'm getting. Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I already know. Like, I wish uh, Shane was here because I know Shane would say Amber by 311. Um, I prop... Fuck. This is like... This is like a very stressful question because like I have one song to pick. One song. Like, I keep trying to think of other songs, but, like, for some reason, I keep getting gravitated towards Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. I don't know why, but, <laughs> like, I guess, I guess, like, 
<laughs> break stuff. Like it's like almost almost no. I mean, it's it's not a WWE anthem, is it? But like, I feel like it's almost because it's like almost a fight song. Yeah. I guess it, I guess it has to be like. What if I just throw? Okay, I'm gonna go like fucking polar opposites here. Like, break stuff by Limp Biscuit, or oh my god, I don't know. Like, I really love Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. That's a really good song. It's a banger. I have to admit, it's, it's a banger. so good. Like, yeah. it 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 aged really well. I like that song. Yeah. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and for this question, I need you guys to walk with me. Boom! You're on a desert island. You can bring one book, one movie, and one person. Uh, who and what are you bringing? One book, one movie, and one person. Mm-hmm. Yes. One book, one movie, one person. Um, one movie, one person. One book. Yeah. Shrek. One movie. <laughs> Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. One person. Shrek. Uh, Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is that actually yeah, a Shrek song? book? Yeah, Probably, I mean, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was what it was before it was a movie. Yeah, really. It's based off some kind of fairy tale. Oh yeah, somewhere. Sure. Is it possible yeah. to like, get off the deserted island, or you're like stuck there forever, kind of thing? Forever, you're you're stuck there forever. There's it's no room even for if you. you found a way off of it. Even yeah. if you found a way off, it's like closed off. There's like. Am I no building like you? a civilization? Kind of thing. Sure, if you want to, it's really up to you. You're gonna be stuck there forever. So, am I putting is like the movie VHS or like DVD? I need it's to know up these to, It's your choice. Okay. It could be digital if you want it to. You could convert it to LaserDisc if that's what you would like to exactly. watch. It is on. there Wi-Fi for like Netflix? Okay. Um, it depends on what book. you're bringing. <laughs> There's one Wi-Fi, book. but all streamings reverts back to your one movie. Yeah, exactly. That's all it works. All on. I know. You, I remember y'all asked me this last time. I'm trying to remember what I said. No. No, we yeah. didn't. <laughs> I thought you did. I could have sworn you did. I no. thought you did. It no. was something like this. No. No. Um, we did Death Row or fictional world. Death Row. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. It was something yeah. like this. Okay. I was in this world. I remember. Okay. One book. I'll I'll save the book for last. One person. Okay. Well, Jay said Shrek. You can't take that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, what other uh, options are there? Shrek's taken already. Maybe like <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. If it's a movie? Okay, I'll start the movie. Okay. What movie do I really like? Can't say Shrek. Can I have the wa- yeah. I, I, Well, you could say Shrek two, <laughs> three, Shrek two. four, Shrek, five. Two, Shrek, Shrek two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not as. Like, good are as we the are we on like, close enough? Are the islands close enough where like Jay could just toss the other Shrek over to me and like I throw it back? No, kind but of he thing? can project it. It's close enough where he could project it on his big projector and you could watch yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. So it's a projector. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, this is like, this is a really good question because I'm trying to like this is. Yeah, you haven't chosen like one, anything. anything yet. <laughs> it's like, where do I begin? Okay, I'll start. Yeah. What? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna start playing the Jeopardy music. If you want, you can yeah, choose right? Shrek. You can choose Shrek for anything if you want to. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I guess. All right. It, it doesn't have to be a movie, or could it be like a TV? like a tv thing like like we're gonna let it slide uh, yeah like one season uh, no okay. like like what if, you know how they have like those things where you bring like it's like a box of like all this oh seasons. yeah like a box set yeah mm-hmm. so i bring a box set of the office okay so true. um yeah. like that like or I'd, 
All right. You know what? I'll abide by your rules. I'm going to bring Threat Rebel Midnight. Okay. Oh, my God. So true. By Michael Scott. Okay. So I'll bring that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, person. It's only like 45 uh, minutes. That's a short movie. <laughs> uh, not Shrek. I don't know. <laughs> like, like bandmates, I, friends. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know, but like that's that's tough because like that's a lot of pressure. So I'm like, the fuck when you bring me. Um, bring Jay, and Jay can bring Shrek. Yeah, I've already got rights to Shrek. Exactly. He's got. Yeah, DreamWorks is coming after you, bro. Watch out. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, honestly, I'd bring my girlfriend. So I'll bring my girlfriend to the office. Why was that so hard? Why did it take you so long to bring your girlfriend? Well, because, like, I wanted to bring Shrek. <laughs> I really. And now I can. Really? Wow. Shrek. God. I was trying to think of what, like, loopholes to bring Shrek, and I couldn't. Yeah, it's okay. Guess you gotta bring your um, Not Shrek. Fuck. Yeah. Um, and a book? I don't know, like a... Like, let's see. Shay, what was your favorite book, aside from Shrek? I can't remember what books... I, I really like The Outsiders, but I don't know if I'd bring that as a book. Um, uh, honestly, if I was just to bring, like, a book other than Shrek, I feel like, you know, just bring some... Greek mythos. Those are pretty entertaining, and yeah, it's pretty fake, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Green eggs and ham. All right. Oh, classic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, well, that. There we go. Uh, <laughs> that's all the questions we have for you guys today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Oh my god. Well, our debut record over it um, is out May 14th on Equal Vision Records. Shout out to them. Our song On and On It Goes is already out now. You can stream it. And Autumn will be out soon. So there's right. that. I'm just, I hope all the fans get fans to hear that. Like <laughs> yeah, Sam. That's that's um the first Never Love song ever recorded. So Oof. Wow. Originally. Yeah, it's the OG. It's been sitting there for a while. So we're ready to get it out. Hell yeah. Definitely. Well, it bangs. I listened to it earlier today. It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already I already leaked it on Kingdom Leaks, so it's up there. You, oh, you did? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, Kingdom Leaks is dead now. Yeah. So. It's on LimeWire. Okay. Oh, okay. You can leak it or in our DMs, wire. even though we already have it. It's, yeah, we already have <laughs> it. It's on LimeWire. It's on BearShare. And, uh, you know, somewhere you can probably find a, a uTorrent link for it. All right. Honestly, like... Real talk, I know they're making a Shrek 5. Let's get, let's get in a Never Love song in Shrek 5. Definitely. You got, you know Shrek. I'm sure, I'm sure Equal Vision could, like, pull some strings or something, you know? Yeah, the fuck, Equal Vision. Exactly. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> tell them. All right. Shrek 5. Yeah. <laughs> um, never Love. Well, thank you for Snowless Guys. This has been Never Loved and uh, We're the Good Noise podcast.